Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. from Ryan Hedrick. During All-Star Weekend Saturday night, there was a protest to support a ceasefire in Gaza. The protest was organized by uh, the, uh, uh, the Party for Socialism and Liberation in Indianapolis, the Middle Eastern Student Association at IU Indy, and Jewish Voice for Peace, Indiana. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning. Uh, Listen clearly and listen carefully. As it must be understood that the Jewish Voice for Peace in Indiana does not speak for Jews in Indiana at all. As a matter of fact, I would say without any hesitation, and I will debate this anywhere at any time, including on the IU Indy campus or any other campus, that Jewish Voice for Peace doesn't actually support the concept of Judaism surviving. Certainly not Israel surviving. That they are not engaged in a conversation based on religion. They are in a conversation based on ideology. And any time that you partner up with the Party for Socialism and Liberation, you are partnering up with those who want to destroy and kill and maim. Certainly, that is the way they feel about Israelis, and that is the way they feel about Jews. Anti-Semitism amongst progressives is well-known and well-documented. This is not debate that we are having. A push for a ceasefire from these groups never occurs to them to say, hey, Hamas should be the one that stops with the attacks. Hamas should be the one that gives up the hostages. Hamas should be the ones that surrender. That every bit of hellscape that has taken place for the people in Gaza is caused by Hamas. They never recognize Hamas's role in anything. Nope, nope, problem is Israel. As the reporting goes, they were uh, shouting uh, derogatory terms towards the Indianapolis Metro Police and no more money for Israel's slaughter. No recognition of Hamas's murder of 1,200 plus, their raping of women, and of course, their burning alive of children. Jewish Voice for Peace in Indiana doesn't speak for Jews. And anybody who thinks they do is out of their mind. And it would be really worthwhile if there were some college presidents who noted this. The Middle Eastern Student Association at IU Indy wants to believe it's having an argument of value. This is who you partner up with? The Party for Socialism and Liberation? Do I laugh at you now or do I laugh at you on your campus? Whichever one it takes. You're not in favor of a peace. You're in favor of the destruction of Israel. 
Why not be strong enough to say so? Let's understand what it is you're about. Now, if you're not about that, you wouldn't partner up with these groups. You wouldn't do it. This is the company you keep. The company you keep is ideological, and that ideology believes that other nations should be destroyed. And oh, not just other nations. Of course it leads to the United States. Of course it uh, uh, leads to the eradication of Western culture and Western civilization. It, uh, It leads to the eradication of the family. And how many more ways do we need to see it? If you think that Israel is where this ends, my fellow Hoosiers, you don't understand the issue. And these people get supported by elected officials in Indianapolis, city county councilors who are just going to be observers at these events. Jew haters, one and all. America haters, one and all. It's the party for socialism and liberation. What the hell are they actually liberating you from? Well, they're going to liberate you from capitalism. You mean the only thing that's worked? And for the record, it's worked. You have no argument. I will laugh at you and again, debate it anywhere. But I'm not going to actually show up where you are. You're not worth the time. I'm going to debate it right here, of course. You see, the other stuff, the stuff about Israel's existence, I'll go debate that. I don't think there's a debate to be had about whether or not capitalism has brought about a better result than their desires for socialism, which inspires nothing but a prayer for a quick and painless death. Capitalism rises people up from poverty. Capitalism creates growth and opportunity. Capitalism has value and their socialism has none. It is about anger and it's about hate. It's about vitriol. It's about division. It's about destruction. No, I want no part of that. None. Neither should you. But certainly I'm going to push back against the people who want to state that somehow capitalism is the issue. These people know nothing. They're the Jon Snow of politicos. But your ceasefire conversations during the All-Star game? Listen, why not just carry a sign that says we're Jew-hating bigots? It would have been more honest. Until you call for Hamas to release the hostages and surrender, you don't actually believe in peace. We see you. And the Jewish Voice for Peace in Indiana is a progressive organization that does not have any connection to Judaism. Tell him I said so. I'm Tony Katz. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. It was rain that delayed the Daytona 500. So it's going to happen today. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Good to be with you. 
So now it starts today, which is President's Day, which I, I admit I despise. I it's celebrating Lincoln's birthday, I get it. Celebrating Washington's birthday, you bet. Celebrating Woodrow Wilson's birthday, bitch, please. No chance, no shot. Am I celebrating that despicable, disgusting bigot? Not happening. President's Day is a terrible, terrible name. Not all presidents deserve to be celebrated. Lincoln and and Washington? Sure. I'm down. As a matter of fact, I'm okay with taking both days off. And so we should. But the Daytona 500 was supposed to happen yesterday. The rain comes. And so now it starts today at 4 o'clock. Is, is Kurt Darling in the WIBC newsroom? Kurt covers all things racing. Uh, I, I don't know if it changes the dynamic uh, of the race. I, I actually have to imagine that it might get more people watching. Like the idea that it, it's a, it's a, it's a, on a different day. What else is happening on a Monday? The All Star Game is over. Everything else. Like I think they get a a much bigger audience for 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 this one. So I I, I don't know if that's true. I expect to hear from Kurt if he thinks this will create a a bigger audience and a bigger and a bigger group of people. Either way, I hope it's fun. I hope people enjoy. I think it's one of those things that even if people weren't planning on watching it, they'll go, all right, I have the day off. Okay, I've done everything I'm supposed to do on my honeydew list. Oh, Daytona 500's on. Okay. I think for a fair amount of people, it's going to be that. I think sometimes when these things move, it creates opportunity. I try to look for the good in the opportunity. The popcorn moment. Let's go, let's go, let's go. It's a story you need to hear to believe, then grab your popcorn because there is more. Joy Reid is over there at MSNBC. Joy Reid has decided that her career must be built on racial identity and flat-out bigotry. And she's done a pretty good job of it, sadly. And MSNBC is with her every step of the way. But this was a, a conversation that was taking place. Um, salon talks? Like, I, do they mean salon, the, the website? Or is there somewhere else? I, I, I don't know, but that's how it's bugged. And so I share it with you, salon talks. And she's discussing race and reparations. Reparations, the idea that America was a country that engaged in slavery and therefore today owes people who are black or descendants of of slaves dollars. Reparation. Um, I have no idea why anybody thinks that this is a rational idea or or as as a follow up, how this is going to work out. Have I as I have often wondered aloud, and my argument is. What possible deal could be made? What possible dollar amount could be agreed to that is now going to get accepted by future generations? If Joy Reid were to state, here's the money, here's how much, and all of a sudden it got agreed to and it got paid, now you have a new generation of black Americans, what do they get? Well, no, 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 it's too late. We worked this out already. 
We worked it out already, and now uh, and now you get nothing. Have a nice day. How does that? How does that work? And and uh, for the record, even the very concept of reparations is is to I think bring the idea of of grievance. Now you could say to me, Tony, Germany paid Israel. There were reparations. You're not going to get me to disagree with something that's that's factual in terms of Germany making concessions to or providing things to uh, the, the the state of Israel. You didn't ask me whether or not I thought that was the answer, because I never did. To an equal degree, I have never understood why anybody would think that I somehow today or anybody today would hold uh, a German today responsible for what happened in 1939. I don't. Acknowledging history is different than looking at someone saying, you're guilty. I don't look at Germans and say, you're guilty. I think that's weird as can be. I don't look to reparations from all of those countries around the Mediterranean that said, oh, Israel exists kick out the Jews, which happened. I don't, I, the, history is filled with awful horror stories. And it's filled with stories of people who have been able to thrive. That's just reality. This is Joy Reid. Living a very, very interesting moment. And to find out that literally... Barack Obama's two terms as president are your reparations. And Juneteenth, which you already celebrated anyway, is your reparations. And yet, you built this country. You literally physically built this country. And yet, the attitude toward you from a lot of your peers and your fellow citizens is just shut up and be grateful. And it's it's, it's infuriating. Well, we understand Joy Reid is not grateful, but there are two things to take from this. Uh, Number one, uh, she mentions uh, the election of Barack Obama. That's not reparations. Uh, uh, She she mentions Juneteenth. Anything that celebrates the end of of slavery, the end of oppressing people, and the end of how Democrats tried to, uh, or how they actually did treat black people in America, I think is a good thing to celebrate. But what she's telling you is, it's never enough. She's already going down the road of it's never enough. But this line is something. And yet you built this country. You literally physically built this country. The argument here that the country was built on the backs of slaves. She built nothing. Hold on a second. Honestly, clearly, she built nothing. Yet she is internalizing that she did. We want to have an honest conversation. I'm up for an honest conversation. It can't start like that. She did not. She did not. So if we're going to discuss this, can we please start from the rational positions? This is what is acceptable at MSNBC. My oh my. 
Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. first-year law students can tell you that this is a federal uh, province and that this is a federal law that has to control here. Uh, and so we have to act at the federal level. And when we don't have action, uh, we do leave a vacuum sometimes for bad actors like Governor Abbott to step in and take steps that I think are inhumane or un-American or inconsistent with our values. To me, we can have a secure border without a, a barbaric border. Uh, and that, that I think as Americans, we understand that we can you can we can have that conversation and figure out how to do that together. But we have to have leaders who actually want to do it and not just have political stunts, which is what I see far too often uh, from Republicans here in Texas is just using the border as a political backdrop. My family's from uh, Brownsville here at the tip of Texas. I know I spent a lot of my childhood visiting my grandmother here. I can tell you this is a place where real folks live, where they're raising their families, where they want us to actually do something to help them, not just come around and point out problems. That's Representative Colin Allred, Democrat from Texas. Um, I did not know the man was a fool. But what a commentary. You got elected. You don't have a plan for the border. You don't want to start with first things first, let's end asylum claims. Second thing, second, let's build the wall, which is really a fence, to completion in the areas that we need to. Third thing, third, let's get the technology in place for the places we don't have a wall, where we can have the drone technology, the sensors, and other things. So we can allow Border Patrol to do their job effectively. You don't have any of that? No, just Republicans are just using this as a political prop. Blah, blah, blah. You sound ridiculous. You are ridiculous. And what I wouldn't give for a member of Congress to walk right up to him and say, damn, you're dumb, and just walk away. This nonsense doesn't get us anywhere. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC, good morning. Good to be with you. Let's just start the doing. We've been through the talking. Let's start with building the wall to completion. Because it works, and Border Patrol says it works. Then, let's put the technology in place where we're not going to have the wall, because you're not going to build it from sea to shining sea. That's not how this works. So we can utilize that technology to ensure we know who's crossing the border and get Border Patrol to those places when the moment is necessary. If I can't get the other stuff, can I at least get those two things? I'll start with those two things. There's a representative saying nothing, just a bunch of pablum spewing forth. As long as as I'm attacking Republicans, that's what matters. It doesn't matter to anybody. What matters is a safer country. You would think he would care. Cooking a steak, wouldn't it be great? You could be my mate, cooking a steak. For goodness sake, will you please be my mate and come and cook a steak? Steak.
Meatless Monday. As we know, the Indianapolis City County Council, they don't actually want to work on fixing a city. My gosh, they don't even want you driving. What they also want is you not having meat on a Monday. I don't know, something about social justice, the environment, whatever it is they make up day in and day out. Even though we have tons of fantastic steak and burger places all across downtown and central Indiana, they're all about you not enjoying the local restaurant scene. And you know what we say? Have yourself some meat on a Monday. Now, Matt Bear. Matt Bear. I only hope that the restaurant scene was solid and people ate up a storm this weekend for uh, NBA All-Star Weekend. So much meat was consumed. And you were down there, and you know you know how busy it was. Yeah, it was, it was busy. Yeah, how it, busy was your mass of? Uh, it, was, it was boxed in the entire time. I mean, it, now there was lighter Sunday traffic because everybody's down on the circle and in Mile Square for the All-Star game. But um, the streets that are normally backed up, well, we had a few more blocks to go. It, it was cool, man. Everybody was patient and, you know, minding their own business. It was fun. It really was. So there, there are plenty of places on Mass Ave uh, to go as well. I, I did not pick a place. I actually have a question because uh, I'm, I'm working on this with coffee, as I promised that, that, that I would. Um, is it time for me? It is not for me, I think, to rank the best steak places. I don't like that idea. Am I, am I to do for steak what I did for donuts? And it's time for me to start reviewing and proclaim this is the best steak in Indianapolis or in Indiana? I don't think so because, well, okay, for example, you, you have, what's the difference between a steak? You have a filet, you have Wagyu beef, you have the T-bone steak, you have, but, but with donuts, you have all the sprinkles and the different flavors. It seems like you have more options with donuts. A good steak is a good steak, man. I, I, I just want to be able to eat it and enjoy. With a donut, you want something a little more, you know, it's in the morning. So is it for, is it for me to rank or is it for me to just start at WIBC.com sharing. I would start sharing. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's not rank because, I mean, again, this is a personal experience. I mean, when you're talking about a donut, it's kind of fun. But with a steakhouse, it seems a little more gritty. You know? Okay, first of all, a donut is a very personal experience. It just doesn't cost as much. True. You mean that's, a donut doesn't cost as much as a steak? That's, the, well, I, I guess it depends on where you get your donuts. Right, that's true. So I I I'm... I, I want to know, do I start ranking the stakes? Do I start putting out a top 10 list year after year? Or do I start just sharing these are the great places to go and have the official Tony Katz steak list? Tony, I would love to hear from Eat, Drink, Smoke about what's the best steak in town. I really would. I, I, I think that'd be fun. Well, I mean, it's it's but you, that's where you are the expert. You and Fingers Malloy, you talk about these things on the daily and I would Matt, really like to hear about Matt that. Bear is suggesting that we rank these things. What do you think? Should we rank these things? Let me know at uh, Tony Katz on the X or Tony at TonyKatz.com. Let me know immediately. Meanwhile, go get yourself a steak anywhere you can right now. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com 
and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. The judge finds Donald Trump $350 million and says you can't run your business in New York for three years. And the political left is overjoyed by this. Why? If we want to discuss the abuse of the system, here it is. Why is anybody feeling good about an abusive system? Tony Katz, 93 WIBC, good morning. The argument was, was that Donald Trump overinflated his worth, his net worth, the value of properties, in order to get more favorable terms on loans. And you can argue that that's unacceptable. I think the argument would go that these banks said okay, gave them the the loans. Isn't the due diligence responsibility on them? But the kicker is he paid the loans back. It should have been at a higher interest rate. He paid back the loans that the bank said yes to. If you want to argue that he overinflated, okay, but that means a $350 million fine when quite literally there was no victim, there was no harm. Well, the harm is, of course, a system in which people, because of their politics, want to destroy others. And they want to utilize the system to do it. This judge... The Attorney General, Letitia James, who ran for office on this. She's not a hero. She's not a freedom fighter. She's not this great person. Awful. This is why you run for office? To go after a person? That's not what the job is. And now Trump can't do business in New York for three years. And so he's going to, of course, uh, uh, appeal. But he might have to sell off the buildings, including Trump Tower. Atlas Shrugged is a really good book. The people who have never created anything want to go after the people who have created things. You can say anything about Trump you want, and there are a million reasons you don't want to vote for him, and I'm not telling you no. But all those people, that judge, this attorney general, the mayor, the former mayor, they never created anything. Trump created a skyline. And now you want to tell him not to do business in New York? If I were Trump, I would I would walk away from that willingly. Bye. Go build another skyline somewhere. But remember that these New Yorkers, they deserve what they get. And I'm going to dig into this on Tony Katz today at noon and what that means.